this body has been done and felt so much that the story it's journey through has found its meeting with the soul. Do we hide it? Do we heal it? Is it true? Does it define us? The eyes we hold has witnessed what was felt, transforming the mind and moving it back and forth between what's true, what's false, what's real and what's not. The inner workings, wonderings and wanderings that we want to follow, finding that courage deep within to let go of what we've known and transmute what we've been holding. It's time to let go. It's time to heal our bodies. It's time to hear, listen and feel the voices of our body. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Voices of the Body, the podcast. My name is Love Ashley Elaine, and I'm going to be your guide as we journey through this big, beautiful thing called life, healing all of the things. This episode, I'm diving into the healing power of divine communication. Yes, what exactly divine communication is, why having prayer and meditation as a practice is healing, right? Also very important to this journey that we're on, just this life, right? So you know the vibes, prepare your mind, body, and soul as we get into this episode. invite you to find a nice comfortable seated posture right preferably sitting on um, the ground um, finding a nice easy seat bringing legs together or even reclined um, it's called Supta Baddha Kunasana, which is reclined butterfly bound angle so bringing the soles of the feet together and allowing the back of the body to lay flat onto the ground. Option here is to also stay sitting upright, really grounding down through the tailbone and bringing legs crossed in front of each other for easy seat. So take a nice big inhale and exhale. One more nice big inhale and exhale. Last one, nice big inhale and exhale. And I invite you to bring your gaze down your nose or completely close your eyes as I share a prayer that combines prayer and meditation as a practice together. So just allow yourself to be present in this space and allowing the words to resonate, to move you, to bring you into a, 
a place of meditation. This divine connection that removes you from the physical, so intimate, so pure, so full, so safe, where I get to where I get the freedom to express all that I love about you, see about you, feel when you are around and even what it feels like to seek you. Your acceptance of my flaws, growth and trust that continues to grow. The way you show me how much you love me and the space you allow me to take up in pouring out my heart, unworthiness and doubt to you with ease. The love of your conviction, redirection, reflection, and remembrance that you are the mighty deliverer, healer, and shepherd. Something unexplainable happens when I'm in your presence. Something that words can't match happens when I cry out to you, when I ask for you, when I pray to you. Even the moments I feel you prompting me to talk to you. There's a shaking, shifting, and breaking. Thank you for growth in me, with me, and surrounding me. Trust me to come boldly to you, to your throne, and not fear to pray dangerously and boldly, using for good the power you have poured into me and put on me. I pour out and allow myself to be still, because then that's where I find your peace. Because then that's where I find you, touch of calm that you give me. Because then that is where I hear your voice, your small, still voice that tells me I will never leave you nor forsake you. Where even in that stillness, I feel broken, shattered, unmanageable, and in the depths of despair, you whisper, release and be free. Joy is coming to you in the morning. When the joy comes, I sit in stillness, basking in the light, your light that you've lit within me. I embrace this ebb and flow of our love and divine communication, one that is so sacred it heals. When I'm praying for healing, it teaches. It teaches me I'm praying for forgiveness. It provides for me when I'm seeking your provision. It holds me close when I'm seeking a safe hiding place. It's reassurance when I'm confused and unsure. It's overwhelming love when I'm not loving myself well. This divine communication with you, God, the serve and return is my portion, my healing, my peace, my secret place. So take a nice big inhale and exhale. One more nice big inhale and exhale. Last one. Nice big inhale and exhale. And take a minute to journal or just be still in this space. Allow whatever resonated to touch you, to agree with you. Allow yourself to meditate on it. And we will be right back. So I wanted to um, talk about like the importance of prayer and meditation, but really coming from a healing perspective. Um, and I I felt like if I, I, I get in my head sometimes about messages, right? Um, things that I feel prompted to talk about, but really asking for the the right language, the right um, tone, the right perspective, right? Because as much as this is my platform that I created, right, not just for my voice, but also for the voice of others 
who are healing, who are healers, who are um, from every kind of background that you can think of, right? We're, we're in season three now, and I think I've set the tone very well for, you know, what's available here and who it's available for. Um, so as always, before I do anything, I pray about it. I get still about it. Um, and in praying about how to deliver this conversation or even like removing my thoughts, right? I started to record and I got frustrated and automatically it was just like, no, nope. I know what to do when frustration comes in, right? I just say, okay, no, I'm not doing this because if I keep trying to like beat my head up against whatever it is, we won't have a show, right? So I ate, I took a nap, I went to, I took like a four hour nap, went to dinner with um, a friend that I like have been hanging out with here in Semreap and I was going to come back and record that night, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. I'm going to I'm going to go to sleep cuz I had to be up early the next morning. That next morning, um I so yes, I, I'm recording this literally at the 8th hour like and when 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 this happens, I know it's not me. It's it's God, right? So, because of sequence of events. So, this past Friday, which was actually Saturday morning for me where I'm where I'm located, um I was on a panel discussion for an organization that I did my um miscarriage support group through. And you know, I got up early. I had to be up at like 5, 5.30 to just be like present, brush my teeth, change my shirt, all the all the nine, right? I'm still sitting in my PJ pants, but, you know, make sure I'm appropriate. Make me a cup of coffee, whatever, whatever, whatever. The things, the things, the things. I get on the call. And afterwards, um, it was a beautiful place of reflection, right? And I said it to um, some of the 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 ladies that were on the call. Like there were, it was me and two other ladies that were alumni, and then um, three of the ladies who lead the support groups. Um, they were also on who have also had losses right and i just it was it was it was it was a moment it was quite a moment for me to be able to reflect one in that space with them right being able to go back into a space that i never thought i'd be coming out of right when i when i like being able to think back to that moment in time right because and I thank you, Dr. Cree, for always saying this to me um, when we would talk, right? It's just a moment in time. It feels like something longer, right? It feels like something greater. It feels like something harder. It's a moment in time, right? And after we got off the Zoom call, I just sat there and I was like, okay. Like waiting to see if I was going to cry, waiting to see what emotions were drumming up, waiting to see just what was going to happen, right? And all I could do was think back to the prayers that I pray in that space, right? Thinking about, um, like, I went back into that space and it was almost like I went back into that space, but was like looking at myself on the floor, sobbing, like crying on the couch, crying, binge watching, bleeding, right? Um, in the, like, it was, it was like I went back into that space, 
but was was the reflector was observing was looking right like looking at myself in this moment in these moments right still seeing the darkness seeing the pain seeing the the shift in my face and just all the things that I was feeling in that space right but like not just that time I this it 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 made me reflect on a lot of different spaces both and this this particular space because it's the most recent of like like despair right and darkness and all that washed over me was gratitude all that washed over me was all that washed up in me was um just a deep reverence and gratefulness and being able to say thank you, right? Um, I said, thank you, Lord. I'm not even about to sugarcoat none of this, right? I said, thank you, Lord. I started listening to like gospel songs because that's, that's where I end up going to, right? That's 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 my foundation, right? And um ah, it it was it was it was a moment. It was it was definitely a moment. The crazy thing was I kept waiting for myself to like cry and I was like, okay, like I had to teach at ten o'clock that morning, so I was like, okay. I hope it doesn't come up during like my yoga class both and if it does, I'm just gonna ride the waves, right? I'm just gonna have to ride through whatever comes up. It didn't come up. Um, the day just kept going. Like I, I had an event that day. Like it just, the day just kept going. And before my yoga class, before I had to teach, I just sat down and I was like, okay. Like, and then I was thinking about this episode, and then it hit me. And all I kept feeling, all I kept hearing within me was. You needed to go back into that sp- into a particular time and space to remember the the depths of the despair and the darkness that you were experiencing that made you cry out, that made you pray, that made you come into spaces of silence, that made you move into this duality of prayer, right? And asking for healing, asking for what it is that you needed in that space, asking for the shifts, asking for those things, and then being able to move into meditation and be able to just be still, right? And sit with God, right? Sit with that presence, sit with yourself, sit with yourself in those tears, right? In that darkness, in that despair, and that's where the 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 prayer that I shared in the beginning of this episode came from, right? Because it was it was really coming to a space of understanding whatever it is that I'm meditating on, I'm able to also give in prayer, right? So I'm meditating on the pain, right? And coming back into the moment that we're speaking about with what I was going through. I'm meditating on the pain and the hurt and the why, right? Asking all these deep, deep questions as to why, like, why did you have to do this to me? Why didn't, why was I, why was I not able to keep her? Why did I have to do, why did I have to explore this loss? Why did I have to experience this loss, right? Why did it have to be the same time that my son was leaving me? Why, like, why did all of these things have to happen the way that they did, right? And not until I came out of, right, like a certain space, um, it was literally like seven days after I counted the days of like how long it took me to pass through the the miscarriage did I get a revelation of some of that why right not all of it right because because God gives us things in spaces and seasons of um, being ready to understand it right but also the prayer of healing, right? The prayer of 
wanting to come out of that darkness, come out of that despair. And like having, like I've been having conversations with like some beautiful people here that I've been meeting, um, a friend back in the States about prayer and what happens when we pray. But when we end up coming to prayer, right, is when we need to be freed from something, right? We forget about prayer when things are going good. We forget about prayer when things are, you know, like moving in a, in a, in a beautiful direction, right? But when we're in that dark and desperate place, that's when like prayer, like it, it, it becomes, it becomes a little bit more powerful, right? That's when we always end up coming to prayer, right? Coming to the throne to, to release and to ask and to, and to receive, right? Is when we hit desperation. And I think what 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 has been um sitting with me is I'm very much so it's 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 apparent in like the episodes, it's apparent in my social media, it's apparent in me, right? Um and I think it's something that I struggled to accept within myself, both and like I've come into a place of or I'm I'm still coming into a place of like ownership of it, right? Is I'm very fluent in the church world when it comes to religion and understanding not just Christianity, but understanding um, other religions, um, Muslim, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism, right? Being here in Cambodia, there's like a deep, like, oh, it's magical here. There's just being able to see the monks walking around and then walking around barefoot, the level of commitment to prayer and meditation, right? Um, I don't, I, like, I'm very fluent in that world, right? I'm also fluent in spirituality and the yoga space, Um I air quotes on the industry thing, right? Both and I know I'm still learning both, right? I've I've allowed myself to stay open to learning both. So what I notice is if it's what the yoga space likes to do is take prayers from Buddhism, from Hinduism, right? Um, and switch them and change them into what they want them, what, what people want them to be, right? But there's a heavy focus on meditation, right? There's no right, there's no wrong, there's no good, there's no bad, right? I believe meditation is a practice that everybody should engage in because it allows you to come into stillness, right? It allows you to hear. It allows you to be vulnerable with yourself in what you feel and what you think, right? And it allows you to practice releasing um releasing the the control that the mind tries to have, right? Control is an illusion, right? But it allows you to release the control that the mind tries to have over your day, your thoughts, all of these things, and allows you to drop into the body and connect with your soul, connect with your heart, connect with your body, really take inventory and build awareness of okay, I'm having these thoughts, right? Am I allowing them to control what my breathing does, what my body does, right? Or am I allowing them to just pass and become, and I become the observer of what these thoughts are. I become the observer of what these thoughts look like, right? So now you can see the thoughts traveling through the brain, right? I can see frustration. I can see fear. I can see these movies playing out in my head, right? 
I'm watching them. I'm not allowing them to to stay grounded and to move me, right? Because if we if we allowed every single thought to be true, my God, we would all be out here like just doing the most, right? And there's already too much being done, right? But if we if we acted upon every single thought, think about that. Think about how many thoughts you have just in the you that you've had just in the last five minutes think about every single thought that you've had in the last five minutes sometimes we really allow our thoughts to tell us how we have to behave who we have to be how we need to maneuver right and it's like everything that we think is not true, right? So, and this isn't this isn't looking at our third eye. This isn't looking at the pituitary gland, right? The part that is connected to like our third eye is connected to our soul, right? We're not looking at that part of the brain, right? We're looking at the part of the brain that is just doing its job, right? That is just doing its thinking job to protect us, to keep us living to keep us moving right to keep us in flow to keep us in whatever flow it needs to be in up in that space right we also but and then on the other side of that coin i see that like churches religion whatever what have you and not all of them right um just it's it's in certain spaces religious space space spaces excuse me it's almost like they're condemning meditation but the bible says meditate on my word day and night right so what you meditate on is what you allow to be your focus what you allow to set precedent right and we have to be careful about what we allow our our minds and our thought process to over to 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 take the reins right like what like what thoughts are we having that is controlling our days cuz there's times where i've i thought like in that moment of despair i thought i was gone i thought i was done i thought it would probably be best that i just not even like live anymore because that's how heavy the pain was right imagine if we acted on those thoughts all the time right and this isn't like and it 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 gets so much deeper than that right like i i might i want to do a certain a, a separate episode on suicidal ideations and the truth of what those are and because those are real. Those are very real thoughts. Those are very real thoughts. Those are very real thoughts. And sometimes we can be in a space where those are the only thoughts that we have, right? Those are the only thoughts that we have. Like the mind is a battlefield. The mind is a battlefield. So when we come into meditation, we have to really like, it. like you can't empty the mind, but we really have to come into this practice of, observing every thought, observing those thoughts. Some of these thoughts I have still, right? I've now learned the, a, a very valuable practice of not allowing the thought to control my body, not allowing the thought to to allow me to believe that that's true for me, right? Because again, like I said, if we allow every thought to be true and acted on every single thought, Like, take a minute to really take inventory on what that would look like for you, what that would feel like for you. Where would you be? What would you do? Right. That's why sometimes when we when we want to do something and we feel it in our soul. Right. We have to take that leap because we will talk our brains like our brain will talk us out of it. We will go back and forth all day long about is this the right decision? Is this not the right decision, right? When we get the prompting of the Holy Spirit in our bellies, right? We get that prompting of what we need to do within our body. 
right? So meditation allows us to come out of the mind and into the body and really draw closer to ourselves and trust our intuition. Because then when we're able to trust our intuition and listen to the communication of our soul, then are we able to have the right clear vision that we're supposed to have in our third eye and then the body follows, right? Then the body follows. So when in certain religious spaces, space, spaces, my like, I don't know where my, my S's are right now, but in certain religious spaces, right, we see meditation as like a not, not like something that doesn't need to be done, right? Like it's like it's demonic or like evil or it's not enough. To be honest, prayer by itself is not enough, right? Because there's a lot of people praying and not waiting for response, not waiting for what that next step is, not waiting for the prompting of what needs to be done next. So the religious space is condemning meditation by itself, right? And then the yoga space is condemning prayer, right? So if you say if you say prayer to a yogi or yogini or anybody that is practicing, right? And and let me say this, that is practicing and is not coming from a religious background has no experience or or foundation in a religious space, right? Let me let me say that part, right? Because now we're coming back to some of the the foundational pieces of yoga. Um they kind of like they automatically go to Christianity, they automatically go to religion and it's like it's not a religious practice, right? It it it's used in religious spaces but it's not a religious practice it is a spiritual communication with god right so if i'm sitting with somebody and the only thing they're doing is asking me all these things and wanting to tell me all these things and saying thank you and all these other things right and then they get up and walk away it's like well you ain't even give me a chance to like respond you gave me no opportunity to respond to anything that you said because I have what you asked for. I was just waiting for you to ask me for it so that we can build this relationship and keep building this relationship. But you just got up and walked away. Right. And then there's times where meditation, we're sitting in we're sitting in this space and yeah, there's downloads coming, right? There's 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 something coming, right? But how do we know it's 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 what we are asking for, right? Cuz we'll get the download and then misinterpret it, we'll um misuse it, we won't steward it correctly, right? We'll think it's for us and not somebody else or we'll think it's for somebody else and not for us, right? So I love Ashley Lane have built a practice of prayer and meditation because I want God to trust me with whatever it is that he needs to trust me with. And I want him to know that I also trust him. So in order for this trust factor to take place, right in order for trust to continue to be how we how we how we maneuver right in order for him to see my faith right in order for me to 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 have faith in him right i have to pray like i have to i have to i have to pray and i believe over time we are able to understand how we pray, right? Because um, there's people that are always begging in prayer, right? There's no faith factor in your begging, right? You can't have faith and beg. That don't even go together, right? Um, and then there's like 
the power, like the, like the, like there's something that breaks when you pray, right? And sometimes we don't get what we need in just meditation because we haven't articulated it, right? Sometimes God wants to hear our voice. Sometimes he wants to see us write it, right? And then there's that too, right? Really understanding, well, what is a comfortable way for you to write this prayer out, right? Prayer is also like being able to show gratitude. There's there's no gratitude giving in meditation, right? There internally, yes, right? How would you feel if somebody like never actually said thank you? Right? How do you how do you how do you what is the behavior for thank you? What does that look like without articulation? Right? Think about that. Cuz sometimes the behavior can get misinterpreted. Right. And sometimes people need to actually hear, hey, you know what? I just want to tell you, thank you for really helping me out the other day. Thank you for having patience for me. Thank you for really like holding space for me. Thank you for like knowing that I just needed to laugh in that moment. Thank you for just like you didn't have to, but like, thank you for like giving me that money that you gave me the other day. I know that that was like probably not easy. You know, like people need to hear it. So why do we treat God, whatever you refer to any different, right? It's, it's really interesting how we're very quick to seek people outside of ourselves for confirmation, for um, gratitude, for conversation, all of these things, right? And it's like to have a conversation with God is, is, is hard. It's like X, it's, it's, it's a different, like it's, it's, it's like pulling teeth, right? When, I don't know how people function without like talking to God, universe, whatever you guys refer to. I call him God, right? So when I talk about like how healing it is to pray, um, I'm talking about like the release, right? The, 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 the powerful release of being able to say out loud, God, I'm broken. I can't take this anymore. I feel shattered. I don't feel whole. I don't really understand what's happening. I don't really understand why you have me here. I don't really understand why this is happening, right? And allowing the freedom from the, like, we hold ourselves captive when we don't utilize our voice, right? And utilizing your voice by speaking out loud, writing, journaling, whatever that looks like, song, right? Because whatever it is that we're holding on to, we're allowing it to hold us captive. There's no freedom in that. Where if we, if we believe that we can come to God, right? and release what we need to, right? So first, like giving adoration, giving thanksgiving, showing gratitude, um, asking for forgiveness, right? The whole point of prayer is communicating with God, communicating our needs, communicating our gratefulness, communicating that we want a clean heart, right? That we want forgiveness, for any thoughts, any behaviors, anything that we felt like was not um, true to our to our being, to our divineness, who who we've been created to be, and then meditation allow God to love on you, allow Him to drop in you what He needs to, allow allow Him now to be able to take a moment to just love on you to talk back to you, right? To give you what you're asking for. And it's not always gonna be right then and there, right? Maybe that next time you meditate, you get a revelation about it, right? But I think when we allow space for 
prayer and then a space of silence and stillness, right? Meditation, meditation, like just not saying anything and allowing that that small, still voice to communicate with you. You even, even if you don't hear a voice, right? You allow yourself to just be still. You start to pay attention to different things throughout your day differently, right? And you see that the shift has happened within you, right? So I'm, I, I didn't want to sit here long. Um, it, was, it was just a space where I wanted to like just bring it into my space. Um, my space. Um, because I've been enjoying the conversations that I've been having with people around prayer and meditation and um, how sacred, oh my God, how sacred, how sacred both of them are, how sacred it is, right? There's times when my prayer is literally just like sitting in stillness, with my eyes closed, maybe rocking back and forth. I'm always rocking back and forth when I'm sitting still sometimes. And just pouring out to God and just letting him know, I love you. I'm grateful for you. I love how you correct me and redirect me. It's gentle and I thank you for that because you know you know me, you see me, you understand me. I thank you for making me the way that you made me, that you allow me to be soft and gentle and really ease into the feminine energy that you have given me. That I thank you for the pain, right? Like, like some of us, like pray, but I feel like prayers for the mature only, right? Because there's some things that. There's some things that when you get to a certain point in life, like you got to tell God, thank you for the pain. Because I know that you meant it for good. Like you like you don't mean anything for evil. You don't mean anything to harm me. Thank you for the pain because it's made me the woman that I am today. That I see now why you had to remove and shift and, and take what you had to take. Why you allowed this moment in time to be hard, right? But you knew me, you know me, you intricately designed me to be an empathetic person, to use my voice for good, to use my pain for good and not for evil, not to sit and stew, but to transmute it and become the alchemist that you want me to be, that you knew I would become, because there's other people hurting, right? Like sometimes I allow prayer to just be that where I just sit in 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 like deep reverence for just all the things, everything, right? And allow it to I want God to be showered. I want him to know that he is he no no one comes before him. Nothing gets glory, gets gratitude before him. Nobody on this earth, nobody on this earth gets any praise, gets anything out of me before God, right? Really allowing God to get showered. Why would we not? He's blessing us. We're waking up every morning He's journeying us through our pain. He's giving, he's bringing opportunities for us. Why would I not want to shower him and show him that I love him, right? And not because of anything that he does, but because of who he is, right? He's gracious. He's forgiving because we all don't do everything perfect. He's love. He's kindness, right? He's a lion and a sheep. He's soft, but he's strong, right? He's able to do for so many people all at once and still give everybody what they need, right? Being here has also really allowed me to not worry, right? Not worry about... um, tomorrow, right, or where things are going to come from to take care of me, 
Because I know, like, when you trust, when you trust, you, like, you you just know that you're going to be provided for. You just know that you're going to be taken care of. And then I allow the meditation of that, like, to just, like, bask in it. To just let it, like, love on me also, right? So it's 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 a marriage. It's a it's a it's a practice of reciprocity. Right? It's a like I'll never be able to outdo God's love God's love for me. Like I'll never be able to love him more than he loves me, but he knows that I love him cuz I show it. I speak it. I, the way I treat people, right? Like the way I speak, the way I move, the way I, I keep intention, right? Because he also requires me to show up in a way that shows who he is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I could sit here for a while, but it will turn into like um, a, a different kind of episode of just like deep reverence and gratitude and a nice pause of just like reflection, right? Reflect. It, it, prayer is also reflection, right? You can't get what's next if you haven't said thank you for what you already have. Right. It's it's like, yeah, it's communicate, communicate. Divine communication is healing. It's healing to know that I'm not going through anything just just to go through it. It's healing to know that I'm I'm going to meet the right people at the right time and be protected in the right spaces because God is putting me where I need to be. But that's where the meditation comes in to really allow that prayer to drop into your spirit and you allow your focus to come there, right? It's a lot of work to do metacognition if you're not there to like shift your thoughts. But I I believe that when you're shifting your thoughts, you're shifting your awareness down into your soul, because the thoughts are going to be there, right? It's like a tennis game. It's 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 constant. It's always so much. It's always so much, right? But the shift comes from allowing the awareness to go into the body, coming into that heart space, coming into that solar plexus where the soul lives, right? Where that discernment lives, right? That's also healing for the spirit. That's spiritual growth, right? That's like you build awareness in that communication and then allow it to restore the soul, bring awareness to what's in there. So, yeah, yeah. I hope this uh, blessed y'all. I hope it blessed y'all. I hope it, I hope it, I hope it just ignited something, right? I hope it ignites um, if you had a prayer life, coming back to your prayer life, right? Realizing it doesn't have to be one way or look a certain way, right? Um, I teach my son this because when we talk, he mad at me right now. But when we talk, I think he might be in trouble. I don't know. But when we talk, right, before we get off the phone, nine, eight times out of ten, right, before we get off the phone, I'll say to him, come on, let's do prayer. And he'll either say, mommy, I'll do it. Or he'll say, can you do it? And I'm just like, well, why do you want me to do it? And he'll say, I don't have anything to say. And I'm like, we always have something to say, bub. We always have something to say, even if it's just a thank you, right? Thank you for rest. Thank you for food. Thank you for my school bus. Thank you for my parents. Thank you for the adults that take care of me. Thank you for protection. Thank you for whatever it is, right? It's a process. It's definitely a process. Um, It also requires vulnerability. Mm. Yeah. It also requires vulnerability. It requires a level of vulnerability within yourself to recognize the things that you need to be grateful for and also where you are, where you've been, where you where you came from and where you're trying to go, right? Um, 
and to give that reverence up, right? So it takes it takes vulnerability, which also brings humility, right? Because you also need humility to say, I was broke and you blessed me with an increase and I'm thankful for that because you could have left me right where I was, right? We've been eating ramen noodles all week and you blessed us and you could have kept us right where we were, right? Because God wants us to be in joy. He wants us to, to, to have an abundant life, right? But there's also spaces where we're being tested, where we have to go through to grow through, right? Like all of those things. So it, it, it prayers also vulnerability and humility, right? And I'm not talking about no patty cake prayers. It's like those dangerous prayers, right? Those prayers where it's like, I'm going to be fully open to God and let him clean my heart and tell him, thank you for forgiving me for doing something that I shouldn't have done for hurting people that I, I, I knew I was hurting, right? It takes vulnerability to also tell God, thank you for forgiving me for thinking that I was being you, and trying to be a savior for other people when that's not what you asked me to do. That's not who I am. That's who you are, right? Yeah, yeah. Prayer might my prayers for everybody, but it it there's 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 levels, and as you continue to grow that practice, you'll feel the shifts in your spirit. Prayer is a spiritual practice. Meditation is a, a spiritual practice. Right. So, yeah. <sighs> Let me get off my soapbox because if you know me, you know, I'll be here forever on that on like on that topic forever. So, yeah, I love you all for free until next time.